Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wrestle me, Mark! Wrestle me, Peter! We're back with we, more SummerSlam fun. <laughs> 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 that was like a really bad... There's a terrible pilot, which you're going to have to watch at some point, which right. is called Tag Team, Okay, where they team up... Uh, it's a drama, and mm. they team up Roddy Piper and uh, Jesse Ventura. Oh, nice. And I believe they're sort of like law enforcement... Oh, no. I can't quite remember. I saw it, I saw it years and years ago. What, is it like ske- a sketch or... No, no. it's like a pilot. Like a, pi- like a, a drama. Good yeah. God. You oh, know what Jesse people want to see? Like a- <laughs> well, I mean, I mean that, that was well, that funny like thing. Mr. Roddy Hollywood, Piper, yeah, he had a... He, Roddy Piper had a good career as mm. well. I mean, Hell Comes to Frogtown is a good, you know, is a good film. The classic They Live mm. by John Carpenter. He's yeah, very yeah. good in that. Um, he, I mean, he's not... He's not the best, really. <laughs> he's actually quite bad in They Live. Is uh, is uh, Jesse Ventura any good as an actor? He's... Do you know what? He's actually really quite good I mm. mean he's in Predator and stuff like yeah, that yeah. he's brilliant in Predator mm. but you can slightly he just plays Jesse Ventura yeah. he's he's a former Navy SEAL and right. so he's got that real hard man okay, yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, you know yeah. when he's dressed up in Predator as, as, a, as a soldier that seems like second nature to him mm. um, and you know he, he's actually good why are we talking about 1992's tag team we're here to talk <laughs> about SummerSlam 88 SummerSlam 88 we're literally we're literally putting off the thing that we waited to talk about for fucking ages which is it's <laughs> <laughs> The match is Rick Rude versus Junkyard Dog. Oh, right. Oh, <laughs> oh God. I mean... <laughs> wow, Mr. Rude. <laughs> You're coming out here and wrestling like that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, we probably talk about, you know, we, we talked about it, Matcha Man Steamboat being, like, one of the best matches we've, we've seen in, 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 in previous shows and stuff. But seeing Rick Rude <laughs> sitting on Junkyard Dog's chest with Junkyard Dog's face on his own arse... <laughs> Is something else. It's, do you know what? It's niche. I, I just... <laughs> oh. There it, is... This... Sh- this ha- Getting triple headbutted, Rick Rude getting triple headbutted by Junkyard Dog out of the ring yes. is the best thing I think I've seen that in this really, run of shows. That really is good. I tell you what, he also takes a backdrop that is <laughs> yeah. out of this world. He is he is he is remarkable. What's really funny in this is they've done the thing where they try and find the women in the audience yes. as Rick Rude is in the crowd. Mm. Sorry, in the in the ring, and as they do that, the people they find. They're not fucking about, these ones. And <laughs> the women are literally biting their lips going... Like Everyone looks like they are laser-focused on Rick Rude. It's on his a, abs. It's an amazing thing to watch. He Just, is. Oh, man. Like, once again, 
I, I want to fuck Ravishing Recruit, or I, or I want him to fuck me. Um, I, the, that I, is the saddest thing about this is knowing that this can't happen. No, it can't happen. Could happen. <laughs> so I narrow my eyes. Think Dark about Web the, Donaldson, the shovel I could buy. Um, there's a woman. There's a woman in the audience with a, a like a flat camera. Yeah, like, a, like one of those old kind of like is, is it Instamatic? I don't know what you call it, but like those old flat cameras, and she's got. The like flashbulbs. S- the flashbulbs. And yeah. you forget about those flashbulbs that used to rotate sometimes, or there used to be, like, loads of them. Yep. Um, and they were and expensive as well, <laughs> and they sort of, like, you, you use one, and it'd be like, oh, that's, well, that's 30p. Done. Yeah. Just insane, isn't it, when you think <laughs> about it? It's, was, it's incredible. But there's, like, seven of them piled on top of each other. Yeah, Like yeah. a weird, like, Lego or something. That, that is mental when I'd, you think about it. I when you used to go out and you'd that. go, sometimes you'd take one of those, and mm. you'd go, oh, my God, they've all been used. Oh, God, we can't take any photos of us at this Chinese restaurant. It would be like that. It's, it's so amazing seeing that. It's like someone holding up a fax machine in the, in the crowd. You just go, wow, that's old-fashioned. Yeah. Um, uh, Rude, as you say, has got the greatest tights on, which are, uh, he's got Junkyard Dog on the groin and the arse. There is a, I tweeted a video of me seeing, <laughs> watching the, the reveal of his, of his pants with a, a really good... Yeah. Approximation the of funny... Junkyard Dog's face, and I cannot stop laughing in the video. <laughs> um, and that's like the seventh time I watched that. <laughs> the funniest thing about it is on the back, there's a picture of Junkyard Dog where he's got like a fishing hat on. It's sort of like a, a navy green, almost like an army cap. And I was thinking, I've never seen Junkyard Dog wearing a, wearing hat. a hat. So all that can have happened is that must have been, Rick Rude must have said... I'm getting my tights done. Can I have a couple of photos of you and I'll get them to do the, the tights? <laughs> so Junkyard Dog's got like his family photos and gone, here's one of me having a nice fish and going, lovely, we'll put that on. Uh, and the other thing I love so much about it is the reveal in this, which is uh, the match itself with Junkyard Dog. And, mm. and this is Junkyard Dog's, I think, last pay per view. So Aww, he's, he, he goes to NWA Dog. and stuff like that from here. But uh, in this, it, it's really just a precursor to the big feud that Rick Rude's going to have with Jake Roberts. Yes. And part of that is he's hit on Jake Roberts' real-life wife, Cheryl, mm. in the crowd, and then Jake Roberts has like come out and gone, that's my fucking wife, and mm. it's all gone from there. Yeah. So there's a bit here where he pulls down the junkyard dog tights to reveal he's wearing ones with Cheryl Roberts' face on. Yes. Then um, out I runs I didn't really Jake know Snake. who that woman was. Like, no. Because like, I was like... Well, he's just got more pants on with a woman's face <laughs> yeah. on it. But back, back in these days, there were literally Elizabeth. Yep. And that was the only... Yeah, yeah, and was and the only Sherry. Yeah, the, okay. the two types of woman. The, the, <laughs> the saint and the whore, the Elizabeth and the Sherry. And so when they brought in this sort of Cheryl Roberts thing, as a fan, mm. you knew exactly that those were Cheryl Roberts on his tights. Right, OK. The best thing about it is they do a side view of it. And so Rude's dick <laughs> is like... It makes a nose a on, on nose. the Cheryl Roberts. It's a byproduct that no one saw coming, and it's like that is brilliant. Hey Snake, your wife, <laughs> your wife's nose, my dick. <laughs> you want to see your wife's nose get bigger, Snake? What? What are wanna we doing here? Want to see your uh, wife with a fucking cold? <laughs> Repulsive. Extremely yellow snake. Repulsive. Oh, um, it's worth mentioning as well, uh, in case the the Harris brothers' lawyer is listening. Uh, we do want to stress that despite his name junkyard dog he is neither part junkyard nor part dog correct that was their uh, uh, a defense there for nazism um, <laughs> rude is is great in this as well i mean he really he's just on fucking fire yeah throughout this he is he's astonishing the way that he just looks blankly when 
uh, it's um, Jake Roberts. I've actually watched two SummerSlams, and this has a very similar ending right. to uh, the one he has at Ultimate Warrior in 89, uh-huh. which is Roddy Piper comes to the ring. Right. On this one, he just looks blankly. It's really good. Like, he's furious that Jake Roberts is even there. It's such a good performance. I think it's just... Oh, it's just brilliant. Yeah. Um, Jake comes out and looks iconic as well, so it ends in like a disqualification. Mm. Weirdly, this is this is it, it's a funny thing. This SummerSlam, even though it's like a disqualification, it's entirely the right call, and the crowd go nuts for it because yeah. you've got Jake Roberts running in yeah, and it's exciting. There, yeah, yeah. And Jake Roberts does a really clever thing as well of when they sort of go the winner by disqualification, Rick Rude. He goes fuck, you know, bollocks. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've handed him a victory. Really cleverly done. Jake Roberts is wearing snakeskin boots in this. I was thinking, you know, if you like fucking snakes. <laughs> So much. Don't be... Like, I like Daisy Ridley, the actress. I think she's absolutely delightful. Yeah. I ain't going to wear a pair of boots made out of Daisy Ridley. No. (laughs) And that is to your credit. You are very much not an innocent sweat hog. You are a respectful gentleman. I'm going to have that. Like Gorilla Monsoon has, will you stop? And it it says he has. Uh, I'm going to have never wore a pair of boots made out of the actress Daisy Ridley. Brackets who he never met. (laughs) The only reason um match four we have a little interview with honky tonk man and he's actually really good in the interview he's, yeah. he's surprisingly good in this honky it's a it's a good summer slam for him don't call him honky <laughs> yes. people do call him honky, they call him honky? yeah wow. yeah it's um it's just uh, it's, it's someone who did a tweet which i really liked as well where they were talking about when, when they watched this as a young youngster they just they presumed that honky tonk man when they, he said i was at number one in oh the yes chart. <laughs> they were like you know yeah. oh yeah he must be because he's saying it was clarence wally uh, on twitter said uh, young me used to think things like the honky tonk man had the number one song in in the country was real i just assumed it was huge where i didn't live <laughs> i, I vaguely remember him doing the wrestlemania <laughs> 6 one so i was about 13 and i remember thinking i wonder where i can get that i wonder if they, <laughs> they will have hunker 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 honky love <laughs> now i look back on it i kind of go yes it's a good merchandising thing there's a, a superstar called elias and right. he, he has a guitar gimmick and he has just released a, an album which has gone to number 14 on itunes you know so oh, they're very joined they up can now. Do it, yeah, yeah. and i do sort of i do find myself thinking why did they spend so long with Honky Tonk Man recording songs that they, they then never, did never nothing do. with? It's just, it's like a sort of mad rich man's thing. It's <laughs> uh, just, just bizarre. It really is. Folly. It really is. Honky, you've got to go, you know, got to get to the studio before you go wrestling. You've got to record this. Why? Yeah, Why I mean, am like, I doing this? Yeah, I've got, I've got so much to get paid for this now. This is all part of your character. Tell everyone about the concert to. you did last night. I didn't do a concert. Play a fucking long. <laughs> you did the concert, didn't you, in front of 16,000 people? What's real? What's not? This is insane. Um, the fourth match is the Powers of Pain with the Baron versus the Bolsheviks with Slick. Um, mm. The Powers of Pain brought over from the NWA because Vince McMahon couldn't get the Road Warriors who he really wanted. Right. And they were like a sort of clone of the Road Warriors who had had a feud. This is the, the Warlord, who is Dave Batista's favourite wrestler. Um, <laughs> Warlord's got a funny thing here because when they take off the, 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 the face paint, normally mm. you sort of have a normal look. But he's got like a he's got two side bits of hair. Oh yeah, one's dyed black and the other is bright ginger. <laughs> and that, I mean, you would just look bizarre. <laughs> You'd look really fucking you, weird. The thing with like costumes and stuff, you kind of have to be symmetrical, don't you? Yeah, that's the thing. Absolutely, you don't want anything that makes you stand out. You know, when you've got it off, that's the thing. <laughs> Otherwise, you're living your gimmick and you've gone mad. Um, this is uh, like the honky this, tonk this man. Is one really weird thing. I had no recollection of a character called the Baron at all. Right, and I. 
I totally, I did not know. And what he is, is an old AWA wrestler called Baron Von Raschke. Mm. And Baron Von Raschke had a Nazi gimmick in the 60s that was really, really big. He used to all the goose stepping and stuff. And uh, he turns up here as the manager. He was only around for three months, but I had no idea Baron Von Raschke was in the WWF, even Ah. for a little bit. Um, It's quite funny actually seeing him on this one because there's been a story really recently uh, about a teacher who has been wrestling uh, in the States calling himself Blitzkrieg and he does a Nazi gimmick where he uh, gives the Nazi salute and he wears an iron cross. Mm. But he's also a, a teacher. He works in, 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 workable, <laughs> in isn't it? he works as a teacher at Springford Intermediate School, mm. and the school board was sent a video of him doing this Nazi character, mm. and so now they've begun saying, right, well, we're going to investigate all of this. There is something funny. We talked about this about. I mean, how you, you, you sort of, in the, in the old days, like Baron von Raschke, he yeah. was doing this in the 60s, and that's 15 years after the war. So it would be sort of like now, if we were looking back, so 2003. Yeah. So you'd probably be doing, what, Islamist terrorism? Yeah, probably. There's a funny sort of way about how you do it that it, it works. There's a British wrestler I've talked about before who does a, uh, a Tory gimmick mm. and he's strong and stable, that sort of mm. thing. And he comes out with his bottle of champagne and things. And that seems like good satire. Mm. Th- this guy called Blitzkrieg who is just wearing, I don't know, I feel a bit when, uncomfortable about w- it. Well, when, when people are, uh, when, you know, so many millions of people were murdered yeah. by... And when it's, it's on the rise at the minute as well. Yeah, it exactly. Just seems it's, it's, bit... It seems even more, yeah, it seems almost like... But then like... again, maybe he gets the shit beaten out of him and that's his <laughs> way of sort of going, look at me, I'm a horrible Nazi like all the horrible Nazis. The, it's the, difficult the problem, to know, isn't it? The problem is, you really can't be nuanced. You can't be that nuanced in wrestling because no. people can take it either way. Some, you know, some rather unsavory individual will see him some kind of like hero, a hundred percent, or even anti-hero, and, and and the rest of the people will be like, a hundred percent. There was a, a wrestler in 1995 in WCW that mm. they brought in. He was an actor called Jeep Swenson. He played Bane in um, uh, the first time he turns up in Batman so right, like, okay, you know, yeah, yeah. not not the yeah, good yeah, Christopher yeah. Nolan ones oh I know what you mean it was, it, I think it was Batman and Robin wasn't that's it? right yeah. Batman and Robin and I think he's also he played Sabretooth in, in an early mm. X-Men something like that he's, he's since died um, but they brought him in very he briefly massive, he was a, he big, was a guy, big guy yeah. 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 he died very very young suspiciously young 36 or something like mm. that but they brought him into WCW very just for one off and they called him the final solution and <laughs> they Christ. immediately someone sort of said you know you do realise what the final solution was and they went gosh no we hadn't sort of really thought you know we just thought it was a catchy name mm. well they changed but his name to the ultimate solution right okay which is uh, again you sort of go mate the final really solution is, is the... the fucking holocaust yeah and you've gone in fact i think there is a mexican wrestler called holocaust um <laughs> there's a mexican wrestler called stucker i mean you know oy, it, uh, oy, there's something really uncomfortable panza. about it yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, the Goebbels. Blitzkrieg is not the first time as well that the name has been used. There was a WCW high flyer called Blitzkrieg. Yeah. Who, he only had a short career. He sort of, I think, fell but out of I love. Think, but I think Blitzkrieg kind of co-opted by like the Ramones and stuff like that. I do, it's kind yeah. of, it's, that's part of it. But when you're using stuff like the final solution, it's just, yeah. you're literally talking about a generation I know. of Jewish and, disabled and gay of go, people going I mean, to their I mean, deaths. It's not like you name a wrestler and it goes through one person. No. And you go, gosh, that was embarrassing. Yeah. That's gone through a lot of people. You don't just I, you turn know. up on that and go, this and, is who I am there tonight. And if they don't know, why the fuck don't they know? <laughs> you know, absolutely fucking disgraceful. Um, mm. Baron von Raschke, who is just here very, very briefly, he was famous as the originator of the claw hold. Like George Animal Steel as well, he was also a substitute teacher. Right. Which is a sort of funny thing with this other substitute teacher doing the Nazi gimmick now, getting mm. in trouble in a way that Baron von Raschke was fine in the 60s and 70s. Um, he is not, Blitzkrieg is not going to be getting a school field 
no. named after him, no, like, like George Steele. Not one bit. Um, so that's this episode's Nazi chat wrapped up. Yay! Yay thank God There's that's always over. a little bit of it. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> this is a tawdry sport. Um, <laughs> Slick looks clean tonight. Slick. Says, uh, superstar Billy Graham. Uh, as they, um, this is uh, Slickies with the Bolsheviks. Yes. I'm not sure why they put their sort of like jive talking pimp with the communist sort of thing. It's not really very well worked out. But, <laughs> but <laughs> this is from an industry who have never heard of the final solution. No, so what, exactly. what can we expect? Uh, this S- match slick, is slick, very slick, much slick. what people must think wrestling is like if they if they hate it. It's just four right. big lumps <laughs> waddling about, <laughs> just rolling about like big fatty lumps. I'm this man. I'm this <laughs> character today. I'm shouting Russian too. Slick, <laughs> slick I'm wearing a double-breasted jacket. I'm, I'm, I'm monster. I'm monster man. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the final solution. Oh, <laughs> oh no. God, go away. And then we get Brother Love. Mark's Jewish. <laughs> Disclaimer, Mark's Jewish. <laughs> then we get Brother Love, um, who is always your heart sinks. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Oh, Man. brother love. He slows everything down. Oh, doesn't He's he? like rumble strips. Oh, in a cut. <laughs> <laughs> all the, all the band off. at a festival. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody remembers the rumble strips. <laughs> this is Taxo uh, Jim Duggan is his guest. To, to be fair, I, I didn't mind this one as much as the rest of Brother Love's work, but no. I still hated it. It's, it's short-ish, uh, and Taxo Jim Duggan looks genuinely angry with him quite a lot of the time, which is good. He just, Taxo Jim Duggan comes down for ten minutes and just threatens him. Yeah. So Brother Love will sort of say something along the lines of, you know, when are you going to challenge for a belt? And Hacksaw goes, I'm going to smash your face in. <laughs> <laughs> so that's sort of enjoyable. Hacksaw's wearing a great T-shirt, which is of himself, like a, a line drawing of himself with his name on it as well in big things. I think everyone should wear them. And then you'd be like, oh, I know, I know, I know who this guy is now. <laughs> All right, Alan. <laughs> with one of your things, like he's got his two by four. And so it'd be like, oh, I see you like records, Alan. <laughs> a really good way. We'd all get to know each other. It'd be really sweet. Um, Duggan walks in a good way. That's about the only yeah. thing you can say about him. He struts about. <laughs> He's, um, got, a good, he's but, got a good old uh, get. <laughs> but yeah, it's appalling other than that. Yeah. Um, you get the fifth match now, Intercontinental Champion Honky Tonk Man versus Mystery Man. Mystery Man! Who turns out to be the Ultimate Warrior. Yes. There is a Pop- huge, huge explosive pop when the Ultimate Warrior comes out. It is amazing. But you mm. do sort of think he puts on a lot of makeup for 31 seconds, I think I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it so, really is quick. Oh, what a waste of time. What's funny about this is like Honky Tonk Man had been the Intercontinental Continental champion for over a year. Right. He's had it a year, two months, and 27 days. Mm. Longest reigning Intercontinental Championship of all time. And you can really see that they were like, you know, oh, let's just destroy him. That'll be hilarious. That'll really get Warrior <laughs> off to a start. Um, Honky Tonk Man uh, was really worried about being injured by Warrior in this because he was really? just okay. so careless. So normally you're supposed to be on your front and then Warrior does a splash on your back and he would pin you. But Honky Tonk Man was like, I am not just going to turn my head and have him take care of this. So Honky goes on his back and gets splashed on his belly. Right. So he can sort of like tense and he can see yeah. what's going on. Um, Honky was a, you know, everyone he worked with hurt him. He was always, <laughs> everyone he said, oh, they're really, you know, really terrible. They really injured me. You know, so <laughs> this wrong, is, this place, is quick. Time. But the, the crowd go absolutely, I mean, Gorilla says one of his classic catchphrases. Which is shit! <laughs> the place has gone bananas! Yeah. And they really, really, they <laughs> go absolutely <laughs> loopy yeah the other thing that they did they never had like short title changes like this mm. and they never had that thing of this this was a you know you can see people are so excited to see who it's going to be yeah and it's warrior and it's all like boom and this is 
this generation kicking off. Right, okay. So Warrior has never really been in the main event. Suddenly he's the Intercontinental Champion. And that was like, you know, that made you the number two person in the business. Mm. And it was just, ah, oh, it's and, and, thrilling and, to watch And this. as a character, he looks so different and more exciting than Honky Tonk. Because Honky Tonk's, yeah. you know, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a jobber's kind of look, isn't it? Yeah, really? it's and, and it's a sort of strange thing. He's a sort of Elvis impersonator. And it's yeah. just, Elvis is, is, is long gone yeah. by this point, And it just seems like a weird hangover. What was funny about this is, is they had, um, they did a load of television tapings, which they do so they'd have the weekly shows and they'd record about sort of four to six at once and then right. they'd go out so the ones they recorded before SummerSlam they wanted the Warrior to come out with the belt on mm. but of course they if they did that they'd be giving away that he wins it at SummerSlam mm. so at each of these tapings the Warrior had a match with Honky Tonk Man that he won where he won the belt then they'd record the next four weeks worth of things <laughs> as him as the champion and at the end they'd come out and go oh there was a problem with the match he's not the champion after all he'll have to give it back to the Honky Tonk Man and they did this I think on three <laughs> occasions so he actually by winning this one, he'd actually won it three times previously the same week. Oh, Honky Tonk Man constantly getting beaten <laughs> know, by Oliver yeah. is reliving the same horrible match over and over again. Yeah, and then uh, Bobby oh. Heenan turns up at the end of this to do a bit of commentary, and it's just, he lifts the entire thing. Yeah, Heenan and uh, Graham do some jokes. Quite enjoyed that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Little jokes. Yep. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. It's early. Don't start, please. Well, uh, sixth match here is The Rock Don Morocco versus Dino Bravo with Frenchie Martin. Um, the original Rock. Don Morocco. Yes. Yeah, a huge in, star in the early in 80s. In a bit of tie-dye, lovely. Yeah, he had some uh, iconic matches, one of them um, Superfly Jimmy Snooker doing the splash off the top of the cage, uh, which Mick Foley 
uh, was at watching Madison Square Garden, and that was a real kind of key moment in uh, the birth of hardcore wrestling. People, oh, really? He people thought... look back on that. He was like, I want to throw myself off the top of the cage. <laughs> <laughs> it literally was that. Table. Yeah. Because he, because obviously we haven't touched massively on McFoley before, but like, mm. he. I think some of the more dangerous things I've seen in wrestling is definitely Mick Foley jumping off yeah. the top of a big old cage. Yes, yeah, that, Very that, dangerous. that really, that really, I mean, that again changed the business and probably not for the better. No. There's, a, there's a, a school of thought which would have it that Mick Foley and the things he did uh, raised the bar too high yeah and it's very difficult to climb down from that no. point so you, you look, jump off mate <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we'll see this uh, when you get to those those that era of wrestlemanias mm. it is a thing they had to dial back on and yeah. when they dialed back it took a long time for, for people, people to, to stop going this is shit yes. compared to what we used to see right so foley you know he's he's i i think he's a i really enjoyed his work i really i think he seems like a great guy mm. i think some of the stuff that he did was really problematic mm. but uh, we'll get to that like millennials we'll get to that. You know, i find uh, it's another one of these things where i go to one of these fancy soirees and i say oh, you know i do find you know some of mick foley's body of work actually quite problematic uh, these days <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Don Morocco's funny. They they had a little gimmick where he um, he had no respect for uh, uh, a jobber that he was wrestling, and so during the match he ate a submarine sandwich <laughs> and drank a Pepsi while he was beating him up, which I think is a really sort of funny little thing. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of variety in this uh, in this SummerSlam. Isn't there there's is, a lot of, there's yeah. A lot of, uh, it seemed to be a bit more. Fun. I yeah. Think there was a lot more fun there than the, the WrestleMania it, stuff. It really is. I, I, I found this a really, really easy watch. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I thought some of the matches were brilliant. Mm. Some of the matches were fun. It was nice to see some people who were old hands, who were yeah. just, you know, seeing their careers out. And I just, I, I actually, I really, really enjoyed SummerSlam. Mm. I thought it was, it was one of my favourite pay-per-views I think I've watched. Mm. I don't remember it being as good as this. Mm. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, Don Morocco also was, uh, had a famous sort of uh, story, a bit like Ken Patera's, where he, Roddy Piper, and Cowboy Bob Orton, who is the, um, the father of Randy Orton, right. they all went out and they were, just got really, really pissed. They went to an off-licence at three in the morning. They got kicked out because Piper started a fight. They uh, managed to get their car stuck on some train tracks. <laughs> so it was wedged between them. <laughs> so Morocco and Piper tried to lift it off and one absolutely unable. Uh, they see a train coming in the distance and they go, this is going to be fucking brilliant. We're going to see this train smash through the car. They sat there to watch it and the train just went on some other track and they were really disappointed. They were really like, oh, that was going to be great. They get back to the hotel, the police are pretty much waiting for them to sort of go, what's going on? And Bob Orton manages to sneak off and go into his room and he's like, nice, I've got away. So the police are with Morocco and Piper trying to figure out what happens. And Bob Orton tries in his room, he's so pleased to have got in, he wants to go to the loo. So he's got undressed and he opens the door to the bathroom and steps in. And it's not the door to the bathroom, it's the front door of his room. <laughs> and it, he's door shuts behind him and he's just nude. And so no one quite knows why, but he just decides to attack the police. <laughs> <laughs> they hit him with a taser. Nothing happens. They hit him with a second taser. He goes down. Um, so just a sort of typical drinking thing. But that image of him being pleased and then managing to lock himself to out of his own room naked. And then uh, magic, magic and, and, time. And it's not as if you could come out of your room and sort of go... Like the police go, are you with those guys? Yeah. And you were like, no. Go, well, you seem to be fucking gigantic. <laughs> yes. This was in, uh, this is like only in '86 as well. And there's, there is something funny about that. Again, 
all of this stuff. If you get tasered by the police, I should think normally you'd get some kind of prison sentence. Because <laughs> yeah. if they've had to tase you, yeah. it's because you're being really problematic. <laughs> Amazing. Just back in, back in 1986, you just go, oh, you're fine. <laughs> Off you go, you scamps. Um, Don Morocco, again, he looks like, like Gorilla Monsoon. He looks like mm. one of the Sopranos in this. Yeah, 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 He's yeah. getting a bit fatter and mm. a bit greyer. But there's, I tell you what, the first couple of minutes on this, he's great. Mm. It's like he's, he's a young, excited. He was always, I think, the, the knock on Don Morocco, who was a multi time intercontinental champion. So, you know, it was a high level in the business mm. and certainly a high level in WWF. The, the knock on him was that he was lazy. That right. he preferred, he was a bit of a Hawaiian beach bum. He preferred surfing and things like that. So he didn't really dedicate himself to wrestling. But mm. God, some of the stuff he did in the early 80s is. Absolutely cool. state of the art. Mm. Really, really good. And this yeah. is this is his last little hurrah. And actually, it's not a bad match. A yeah, Dino I Bravo match that isn't bad. It's uh, <laughs> it's incredible. So um, rare. Yeah, and Frenchie Martin has a sign on, on him that just says USA is not okay. And I think that's quite a mild sort of thing to do. Yeah, it was it, it was a very underwhelming <laughs> yeah. flag, wasn't it? Uh, really? A fan has a sign that says Pepe Le Pew and power too. No idea no. what point <laughs> no. they are trying to make. Uh, seventh match is a WWF Tag Team Championship, uh, Demolition versus the Heart Foundation. Yes. I mean, this is just great. Yeah. You know, the Heart, the Heart Foundation are really, really good. And superstar Billy Graham says, uh, he, Mr. Fuji is in this uh, match as well, one of the managers. And uh, superstar Billy Graham says the line, the man from Japan, you understand? Great. Nice. He didn't put it in. Yeah, that's, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. A Best thing he does of, in this. Yeah, uh, it really is. And this is, this is, the crowd reaction in this match is amazing. I mean, just... Well, just everyone's kind of, well, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Demolition, but I, am, uh, I thought everyone else was really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, excepting Mr. Fuji, obviously. You, you can see that, 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 that period in the, in the mid-80s where they have the Heart Foundation mm. and the British Bulldogs, and then you get, a little later on, you get the Rougeos. Mm. Good tag teams yeah. were great. I mean, it was such a golden era for them. Later on, we get the Brain Busters, who are just phenomenal. There's a great match at SummerSlam 89. But I, I love watching the good tag teams and sometimes when they have a magic match this one is really really worth watching I mean it just there's a bit where Neidhart jumps over the top rope and at the time no one had really seen that he's mm. a big bloke as well yeah. the crowd uh, go unhinged <laughs> so exciting everyone just seemed on form in this whole um, competition, competition yeah this yeah. whole kind of episode it's so and this is also the sort of start of a, a three year period where Bret Hart every match he's in is good and yeah. you can just see him growing and growing and growing there's an inevitability about him being the biggest star in the world mm. and it just you can see it here in everything he does the crowd love him and he's just oh, he is phenomenally good mm. phenomenally good um Eighth match, Big Boss Man versus Coco Beware. Yeah. Um, I Again, I love this match. I think this is probably Coco Beware's best pay-per-view match. He's not got very many. No. But this was fantastic. You've got this tiny little Coco taking on this great big, you know, repressive police state monster. Mm. And the crowd think at some points he might just win. It's, yeah. There's one movie does, which is the funniest thing I've ever seen, where the boss man is in the ropes and Coco bounces off the other ropes and you can see him going, what am I going to do? And he just goes, I'm just going to launch myself at his face. <laughs> <laughs> and he does that and he just bounces back off him and um, the boss man is <laughs> reeling. It's so, uh, they are, the, uh, both of them are as good as they'll ever be in this match. Yeah, well, really a, good a, a big boss man, you, it's, you sort of find out how fucking gigantic that man is. Yeah. I don't know where big boss man and Slick's friendship began. Because <laughs> <No. laughs> one's a correctional officer... 
and the other one's a pimp. <laughs> yes. So I mean, you can see well, how they might have met. Yeah. In fairness. <laughs> yeah. To be you know, fair. Yeah. yeah. I, I, again, like slick with his stable of people he shouldn't have met. <laughs> he's a jive-talking pimp. You know, it's never explicitly <laughs> said he's a pimp. Yeah. But I think we can all agree. Yeah. He's portraying he's a pimp. A pimp. <laughs> he's got friends who are Bolsheviks, <laughs> communists, correctional officers, a white man who thinks he's from Africa in a game. <laughs> it's just mental. It's absolutely mad. When Big Boss Man uh, does it proper, does in uh, does in um, Coco, Coco, um, Slick's like, I told him to do that. <laughs> I told him to do that. That was very big of you. Slick. There's there's a, a little bit where Coco Beware does a drop kick off the top rope, and again nowadays very very you know standard move, mm. and at the time. You just didn't see those. Right. And he does it, and it looks like he executes the boss man. It's just, the boss man's <laughs> head is, it just seems like it's incredible that it doesn't roll off, like in a cartoon, and just keep rolling. It is, it's it's such a good little match, this. And yeah. it's just, Coco Beware is, is so heroic, but you know he's never going to win. Yeah. And that's a, uh, something exciting that's about that. He's setting about. the boss man up for better things, but in a weird way, this is as good as it gets. Yeah. This is just, and it was so much fun. Yeah. I loved it. I enjoyed I, it. I couldn't I get enough of it. I enjoyed it immensely. Uh, match nine is Jake the Snake Roberts versus Hercules. I'm going I'm to fess up with you here. I enjoyed the bit where Hercules at the end gets hit with the DDT and then Jake takes <laughs> ages to roll over, but Herc doesn't kick out because the DDT is so deadly. Great. Yeah. The rest of it, I was so I started doing other things. I, I got bored. I was mainly concentrating on... Um, well, it starts... With, I was really concentrating on um, the weird things that the commentators said. <laughs> yeah. um, listen to the thundering noise for Jake the Snake Roberts. There wasn't really much because <laughs> we'd seen him before that's the problem uh, Gorilla uh, tries to say pay-per-view three times and fails <laughs> he says pay-per-view 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 uh, Gorilla says uh, Damien the Snake doing what he or she wants to do <laughs> I think we've got to take Jet Snake's um, word as to what sex Damien is. <laughs> I like uh, it because it sounds really modern. Yeah. And, like, yeah, Gorilla is exactly, like, the one yeah. thing I'm not going to do... Gender fluid snakes. This, look, it's up to the snake, right? <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Gorilla. Yeah, and, uh, yeah... It, Gorilla it, it, is it, woke. It, it was... <laughs> it really is. Um, yeah, it was all It was all very strange. And uh, there, there was a Thanksgiving night um, Survivor Series advert, which spooked me out because uh-huh. a lot of tubular bells in wrestling. Yeah. And there was just too much tubular bells action. So, I, uh, I, yeah. I love all of the music from this era. <laughs> I would I would happily listen to it for hour after hour. Um, and uh, then we get to the main event, which is yeah. the, the Mega Powers versus the Mega Bucks. The Mega Powers are Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage. Mm. And the Mega Bucks are Andre the Giant and the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Yes, Bobby the Brain starts this by saying, read my lips, humanoid. Which really made me laugh. Was that a thing he usually said? He did used to say humanoid. Humanoid, yeah. I love that. Yeah, there's, there's a, a funny thing about, like, a lot of wrestlers have terms they use for the fans. So right. Fred Blassie used to call them pencil neck geeks yes. and he'd use that all the time but Bobby Bre- Bobby Heenan yeah humanoids yeah that oh, was so a Rick, Rick, Rick Rude's sweat hogs and all that so, you yeah. fat out of shape inner city sweat hogs <laughs> so good love sweat it. hog love such it. an 80s that's the sort of thing like an 80s band would be called in a film <laughs> yes. uh, we're gonna watch the sweat hogs <laughs> <laughs> we'll get they're gonna play behind a, um, a chicken wire fence <laughs> yeah. so people throw whiskey in a, bottles out in them. a biker's bar yeah. that's it um, Gorilla Monsoon says it's a happening yeah. for the last time we, we, we've got it, Gorilla, all right? Yeah, we, we know it's a happening. Um, this is, I loved 
this match. I loved it. I thought mm. Andre, this is after WrestleMania 4 where Andre is not good. Mm. And actually, Andre is great here. Yeah, There's a, a tag team match and he seems to be having really good fun. Jesse Ventura is the special referee. Mm. And you can see Andre pushing Jesse a bit in, and he's laughing about bits and bobs and he's just do, he's just sort of like animated. There's well, something really yeah. nice about it. He does a he, great he, bit with his strap where he starts choking yeah. Hogan with it. Unusual as well. It's a, it's a match where Hogan does a lot of selling <laughs> and it's actually better yeah better he, he actually works works harder on uh, you know taking 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 the the moves it, there's a bit where in the vt before um andre the giant uh, says to uh jesse the body ventura you better pay attention <laughs> you better pay attention <laughs> and then uh, and then million dollar man put some money in uh, in jesse's um pocket and yeah he's, jesse's loving it he's like, i just love jesse, I love jesse <laughs> at that point um why is jesse allowed to wear whatever the fuck he wants in even though he's a referee in this I, one i don't know i don't put think... him in a re- you could have ju- you could have judged up a referee's costume quite easily very much so i i i can tell you this i think jesse is slightly out for himself in all these things <laughs> he, he's not really a massive team player no and the very fact he, he tries to organize a union is slightly sort of <laughs> says that he's a bit of a... He's not just like a company man. No, yeah. And I think in this, I, don't, I just don't think he's a company man. I right. think they probably said, we'll give you a referee suit. And he'll go, I'm not wearing that. <laughs> I've got these. I've got a brand. These, these cost $40, <laughs> all of this outfit. I'm not wasting that money. I, I'd spend a lot of money on an ammonium chloride to make this tie-dye <laughs> shit that I've made. I, I mean, he, he, he is really good in this, Jesse, mm. as well. There's a good bit at the start where he decides to move the tag ropes. Mm. You don't see tag ropes anymore, but they right. were always the thing where you had to hold on to that rope at all times to make... <laughs> Sure, he went too far away. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he moves them onto mm. other corners, and it's just that thing of you know that they're sort of going. He's being truculent, yeah, yeah and yeah. that makes it sort of exciting. There's a, <laughs> a really simple end bit where he's obviously taking this money from the million dollar man because he's a bad guy, yeah. and he doesn't want to count three. And the macho man has to force his hand down, and then he looks fucked off. It's just, uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's really, really good. They are sweating so much. It looks. I mean, there's a bit where Ted DiBiase. It looks like he's come out of a swimming pool <laughs> to be there, where he's just <laughs> dripping. And then they have this end bit with when everything looks as bleak as it can look miss elizabeth she stands up on the ring and she takes off her skirt yeah but fit style yeah exactly now at the time this was the sexiest thing that had ever been seen in wrestling no one could believe it <laughs> and watching it back she clearly didn't feel that comfortable about it no she ne- but to be fair she never looked very comfortable about anything she no, ever did in the she ring she walks down she takes this dress off and then she walks down and she's i mean it's just sort of like bikini bottoms red yeah. bikini bottoms and she's got a sort of skirt that covers her mm. but she looks like she's full of shame and she does this walk and it's not sexy in any way and what you get is you get these other these superstars you get jesse and million dollar man and andre absolutely transfixed <laughs> at this i mean jesus christ the have they never seen a the woman thing, the things it's not even like a nude woman just a woman <laughs> a woman and they are so transfixed that everything goes to shit yeah and it oh my God, it's a sort of, it's such a disappointing ending. Yeah, it's it, so sort of like it takes you out of the the actual craft of what these men have created. Yeah, really. Yeah, there's a bit where I think I think just after that, where Randy Savage hits the Savage elbow, he does it from about three quarters of the <laughs> ring away. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, it's astonishing the athleticism on that. Mm. It really, I, 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 watching all these back. I think we said this really early on, but it just reminds you how great Randy Savage was. I yeah. mean, I, I had no idea I was as big a fan of Randy Savage as I am. You know? Rewatching the Yeah, the, and the he's bits, so yeah. good in this bit as well. Mm. They also lay the seeds for next year's WrestleMania, which is WrestleMania 5, mm. where you see Hogan hugging Elizabeth, and just for a moment, Randy Savage is like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. And then it passes. Right. And it's just, they, were, they had 
long, year-long build-ups mm. that they just all the seeds are just being placed there really nice because like all the other shows because the last few shows we've been doing this like when wrestling went to shit because of court cases yeah. and all that stuff it's nice to go back and sort of go yeah they really had a product didn't they they, yeah, really, had a product. they really did it was so exciting there's a, a bit right at the end Hogan throws Elizabeth's skirt into the crowd mm. and someone catches it and I, <laughs> I, I just want to know where that is now I mean that's <laughs> that is that is one of those things that you sort of go an iconic piece of wrestling history is mm-hmm. the dress that Elizabeth pulled off at SummerSlam 88. I should imagine that was thrown out by someone's disgusted mother <laughs> <laughs> yeah. after about three months. Rigid. <laughs> uh, under a teenager's bed. Um, good. Good, good, good. Um, so, a rather unedifying end to a, st- a really fun yeah. fucking show. Well done, SummerSlam 88. I'm so glad uh, we did this one, to be yeah, quite frank. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Actually, mm. I, I, would, I would go as far to say it is worth watching this. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's not been you a waste work of the time. Network, mate. Um, so thank you for joining us once again for another uh, WrestleMania. We will be back next week with, uh, well, we're going to be doing, yeah. Another another SummerSlam. Another SummerSlam. I think we're going to be doing, I, I think we're going to do it in order. We're going to do 89. Oh, okay. Yes. Little, little, summer, little summer treat for you guys. You will like 89 because it's all the bad things that we like to talk about. Yay! Woo! Does anyone take their dress off? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there is a man with a bad eye. Oh. Yes. You're going to enjoy that. It's, uh, <laughs> I look forward to that. It, it, I, think, I think he had a retinal problem since childhood. Oh. Probably not the best sell for the next episode. I thought Hacker had got involved. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestle me, Mark! Wrestle me, Peter! <laughs> A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.